What about your culture, Wayne? Mm. Because a bit of word on the decline. I know a lot of work has gone into that. Safety side and everything, what I've, what I've been told, you've yeah. put a lot of effort into changing that West Gold culture so it's not, <clears throat> it's not that place where people get sacked from somewhere, they go get a job at West Gold and ACM. Business had a triffer of 29, 18 months ago. It's now down to eight. Old model might have been ounces, ounces, ounces. Now it's safe and profitable ounces. When when Gascoigne was going through their like recap and they're exploring their strategic alternatives, did you guys put in a bid for the company? Oh, Wayne, I haven't got much of an intro in me today. Sorry, I'm a little bit lethargic. You're a bit parched, man. Um, I believe I was talking to Wayne but last night, so he might be an influential factor on that. There's a photo of us all That must have been at 6.30, eh? Oh yeah, there is a photo, isn't there? Yeah, there is. That was a cracking yeah. photo, actually. I just saw it before. <laughs> is, that, is that on Maddie's OnlyFans page? Or? <laughs> mate, tell you what, the subscription value of that's going up by the day. So, <laughs> mate, mate, it's, uh, we've actually, we're like best friends, but we've never met each other, but till now, in person. Wait till we get the office in West Perth. You won't have to blab to us on the phone as much. You can come <laughs> in in person. We'll come down and see you or vice versa. That'd be great, mate. Yeah. I, I must, when I saw you, the very first thing I thought is, gee, the hair is just as impressive as it is in, in photos. Mate, <laughs> it's lucky to have anything left after a couple of decades in this industry. Oh, mate, a few more hostile, you know, takeover bids. And Friendly, you'll lose Trav. Hostile, Face of M&A. Mate, good to see you. Uh, and I hadn't caught up with Phil Wilding for about uh, 10 years. He was one of my first alternate underground manager. And good to see he still chucks a bit of mayo on top of the stories. <laughs> he's, like, he's a good-looking rooster. And he's a pretty handy of, mining engineer too. He's very intelligent. Yeah. yeah, but just a bit of GST on the stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, Wayne, what's the goss? What's the goss? Everyone's, you are the centre of the goss. No. You are the nucleus no. of word on the decline. You've made Murchison sexy again, mate. So now we need, we need to know from, you know, the... The magnate of the Murchison, what's the word on the decline? Listen, we've got lots of plans for the Murchison, and tomorrow you'll have something more to work with. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Are you, are, you, are you buying Gascoigne tomorrow? And look, no, Simon, and in contrary to popular belief, Simon and I are quite quite chatty, but no, it's not Gascoigne. Are you buying something tomorrow? It's, no, too, no. it's out of market, Wayne, you could technically oh. tell us. No, no, I think we'll leave it tomorrow. I might give you a scoop early in the morning, though, but... Tomorrow will be a pretty significant uh, announcement for West Gold. I reckon I... Significant I in the sense of, what it, of relating to existing operations? Yeah, absolutely. And, we, you know, we've been leading up to certain decisions which were pending over the yeah. last quarter, so... Right, yeah. Yeah, decisions pending. What's the, uh, what's the planning behind doing it on the third day of Diggers? We had a big flood of announcements yesterday. It, so. It's a very good question, and the answer is we only... Resolved this by the, the board only resolved to do this yesterday. Yeah, right, okay. So, yeah. It's funny how all these drilling results and everything seems to finally get over the line oh, on the Monday of Diggers, mate. just coincidentally. It's but, amazing yeah. how many new discoveries happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, the week of Diggers. Yeah. It's, it's like just that beginning of August period. Yeah. It is. Yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah, I think there. the exploration companies know that they get a bit of a blowout at Diggers, so they like work real hard to reward yeah. themselves. <laughs> like, rest like of getting the into Christmas, just rest so. of the year's a bit of a dog fuck. But, yeah, it's um, a tough week for you guys too because the news flow yesterday would have been like a, a tidal wave. I'm not sure what today oh, was like. We didn't cover it, mate. We oh, absolutely yeah. did it's not a, talk about it. It's any a tough news. week, all yeah, right. Interesting <laughs> stuff. Speaking about gold, not in Australia, but we saw Orcorp 
have a bit of a tie-up, a, a merger. Did you, yeah. did you catch that one? Do you have any opinions on that one? Uh, no, but I, I haven't seen that one. Uh, no. But I dare say, if you're a North American company in the gold space, um, everything probably looks cheap down here. Do, mm. do you know what I want to talk to you about, Wayne? Tell me. Is I learned a little bit about your history last night, including uh, 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 oh. including that you... There's, this are, this has two questions are to it, this one. Baron. Uh, is this are you a baron? It's true. I'm, I, I might have been... And I maybe I'm pushing the barrow here. The original tin guy in Australia. So Tell that, me about is that, is that is that is that linked with West Gold and previously no, this Metals X before, or totally different? Long before West Gold, uh, I fell in love with tin, and <laughs> I bought a tin project in North Queensland for what was uh, a precursor of West Gold, a project terribly named Collingwood <laughs> in, in North Queensland. And from that, that started a journey of about 20 years in tin. Wow. I ended up with a tin project in Morocco. Yeah. Wow. Undeveloped? Uh, we bought it from the government. In yeah. a, uh, I started the company. I had an idea about tin. Yeah. Um, some people, some very good people, um, Society General, Macquarie, RCF, yeah. gave yeah. us some money and we started drilling an underground tin target in, yeah. in Morocco. And yeah. Wayne, uh, just to improve our education and the money miners, how does Morocco fare in, in Africa as, as jurisdictions go? Look, um, fantastically. I mean, a, again, the Morocco is a very sophisticated place, where, whether it comes to law or finance. Um, we had a fantastic time as a junior company there. We got to do straight business. A lot of the other issues you may see across Africa didn't exist there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, it's, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. one of those fantastic countries, but yes, it's unrequited love for me. It was a tin project we never got to build. That project is still sitting there, but for my sins, I still love the commodity and are still connected in that space. So you're a Metals X shareholder then? Uh, sadly, no. No, I mean, you I mean Redison? I mean, he's the grand old girl down there. I mean, it's been yeah. running for a hundred odd years and we'll probably go for a hundred more. Love Brett Smith to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, getting the active. What's yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, ding, 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 by the way. I'll no, leave this yes. one with you. Tin, the original critical metal. The original, it, mate, it's not in Australia. They don't call it I know, it's because we don't have much of it here other than Renison, and that's yeah. largely off the screen for a lot of people. Yeah. Hang on, oh, with, with the critical minerals, right, and the way I've sort of been thinking about it recently, is it not the way that it's classified is it's critical if it's, you know, something that your country cannot produce? So could it be the case yeah. that we have Renison is the reason yeah. it's not a critical mineral because we're not having a huge shortage of it? Or am I thinking about that wrong? No, we probably so don't consume a lot of it. Yeah. But you know, in the world market now, I guess is probably when I worked in it was about 250,000 tonnes per annum. I mean, you guys are up more current than me. What's yeah. the world market for tin now? Oh, mate, I don't know. There's just a, a Twitter herd that I like. But the thing is that no one's spent money on exploration in tin for a long time. Yeah. Um, maybe Elementos is probably at the front of that now, Oropesa in Spain. But a lot yeah. of these prospects have been around for 40 years. Yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating one with a, you know, a cartel-type dynamics for a long, long, long time. You know, puffing up prices to unsustainable yep. levels and then... Like all those things that just sort of fall yeah. over when they lose control of it. Eventually, you got your bloody senses knocked into you, and you, and you turn into gold. Oh. And because um, you can actually, you know, yep. have a bit of um, a mainstream investor appetite when you ha when you run a gold company. And good point, Trav, because this is the first company, one of the first companies I've run, where you don't have to start with a periodic table and go, "This is where the element is, and then this is what it does." There's no need to start the investor pres with a market slide. Correct. Gold. Yeah. yeah. So gold, you know, yeah. gold get people get gold, <laughs> and so that's 
makes the story a lot easier to digest. But you were saying off the air just before that you're, you're working with a couple other Goldies to try and drum up a bit of interest in the sector. Yeah. Obviously this, you know, you sort of said before, feels a bit more like a critical minerals type con conference. So, And, and it's true. And very much it feels like gold is the supporting cast to the battery metals at Diggers, and that's fine, you know. Gold has been the, the premier, um, premier topic in Diggers gone past. Well, in this Diggers, it's battery elements, yeah, battery minerals. What do you, what do you reckon about me word on the decline that I started, Wayne, about evolution taking out West Coast? Look, look, um, that's, that's a, a fantastic, good one, that's huh? a great story, Matty. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like evolution a lot in, in terms of they're a benchmark for what I'd like West Gold to become. Yeah. You know, diversified across commodities, much larger. And um, so, yeah, if we could be uh, as half as good as Evolution, that would be a great place for to be. We'll ask Jake so that's what a quick, he reckons That's that a quick one. way to get mm. there if they take you out. Yeah, look, I'm That'd not... It would be rapid look, progress. We're probably too small for Evolution. They probably have aspirations for bigger things. But I don't know, in Australia, where do you go for bigger things? I met, I met someone last night who was convinced... The Murchison, the way the Murchison will unfold is that Romelius takes over Musgrave, Westgold takes over Gascoigne, and then Romelius and Westgold eventually merge. I mean, that's certainly one option, but you, you can were get... talking to Wayne a lot last night. <laughs> 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 look, look, we, we sh really, it's a big whiteboard of lots of magnets. How they all go together, who knows? What, do they all go together? Well, are they well what's the benefit if you do they, go they, together? Well, there's, there's a benefit in scale, absolutely, you know, yeah. and, and, and in some sense, the Murchison's got way too much processing capital. You know, it doesn't need all that processing capital, no. Um, does it need fewer, bigger mills? Probably yes. So do some of those companies come together? I mean, ultimately, maybe so. But, you know, market forces and, and personalities. Um, All those companies have mills. Yes. Well, except for Musgrave. But yeah. Yeah, but, Musgrave know, is case in point there. Yeah. Didn't make sense for them to build anything. No. Yeah. Uh, and exactly. That, that one box has got more than enough processing capacity. And yeah. you sold your Alto shares, Wayne. Yeah, well, you, again, that's, that was about, um, you know, the... I owe these guys a carton now. I'm bloody... We had a bet on who yeah. you'd travel as bet that you'd take them out. I was like, oh, yeah, I reckon Alto. Yeah. And you buddy, what do you do? You sell the shares and now I've got to pay up early. You did run it by us So, you know, that's another another belt that needs to be consolidated, you know, and, and by us at least selling those shares to uh, Horizon, I mean, they've got the, the, the capacity and the, and the intent to roll all that up into something bigger. Let's, for us, it's not ounces tomorrow and we're more interested in ounces tomorrow. That's probably an ounces. When are we? Uh, when are we coming for the site trip? You are coming up in September, I believe, and um, yes. that will be um, fascinating for your listeners too, because we're going to give you free access to meet some of the people in the business who actually move the dial, yep. talk to bogger, talk to a bogger driver, a, a long hole driller, get some footage, try and use that for the potty to make this industry far more relatable. Trav and I can see what a mine looks like then as well, well. mate. The uh, <laughs> mate, the the. The thing I love the most about underground mining, the yeah. thing I miss the most, and if we could film this, is having a shower with the boys at the end of the day <laughs> after a big bloody shift and you're all in the shower, pumped up, ready to go to the pub. Now, that is underground mining. Now, now Maddie, it's 2023, and if that's what 
Float your boat. Look, we can't judge, okay? I mean, that's, that's okay. probably not an experience you want to capture on, on film. Um, we'd have to refer that to our legal department who are unlikely to sign off on that. I might just go in for a shower and film it. I got a dream that I want to make come real one day, Wayne, and that's having at least a day of work underground. So, how, how many inductions, how many days do I have to spend in inductions before I can spend one day being a nipper? Oh, so you'd have to do at least five days induction with oh, us at days. our underground facility. What if I'm facility. really good at the inductions? Oh, Can I do it faster? Oh, you'd have to, I don't know, you'd have to talk to our safety people. There's probably no shortcuts. <laughs> but un- would you be, a- Maddie? would you be able to handle one one shift underground as a one, nipper? I not two. I'm, Mate, a- I'm would, aware of my limitations. He would be <laughs> tripping over everywhere. Yeah. He'd be bloody yeah. going flat out. If he, and he'll have a whole new process to find and written out. Like, he'll just well, tell you what he'll, well, it'd well, be maybe, intense. Maybe we it'd just, be an intense 12 hours. <laughs> Could we just put him on the underground crew for the day or half a day? Mate, you'd need at least a fortnight of familiarisation to calm him down because he's going <laughs> to go in hard. Oh, mate, mate, if, He'll have his it. own safety person with him. So Glee, Gleeso did it at uh, Northern Star. He, okay. he went to Millennium with uh, all the old school jumbo ops, uh, bloody mango and all that, yeah. and went underground for a week because he's like if I'm selling this company I want to go I want to work underground fantastic and then he's claiming so then the (laughs) the week after it I think it was Millennium or KB but they're doing the the weekly report comes in and and I think Millennium had the highest amount of metres and Gleeson's like, yeah, don't worry, boys, I'll sort it out for you. Claiming he was the best underground mirer that he contributed to these metres. That's a little ambitious, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute legend, friend of the show. Oh, Gavin Waits, you'd love to come in. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne, I'm I'm curious, mate. Uh, Like, outlook on the sector broadly, zoom out, think themes... You know, like what what sort of what sort of period are we entering when you think of where capital markets are, where like dynamics are with you know funding? Yep. Do you think do you think there's you know an appetite for more consolidation? Do you think there's less? What are the themes that are driving yep. the real the the stuff we want to talk about? Yep. Like what what's what's next? I mean, this is a cycle, and the cycle that I can see now is it's getting harder for the explorers to raise capital. A lot of, certainly in the gold space, anyway. I mean, if you're a lithium explorer, maybe the hot money's still there. But you know, having just come from, say, the lunchtime session that Discovery ran, I mean, clearly it's gold exploration is a tough space. I mean, people seem to be gravitating towards producers, and on the producer front, I mean, clearly there's a, a thematic of a lots of cashed up producers who are now looking at getting bigger. And those, mm. and those options uh, within Australia are quite limited. Mm. So yeah, I think you, 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 it feels like to me, it's 10.30 at the pub, everyone's had a few drinks and everyone's sort of looking at each other, but we're not, they're not quite ready to ask each other to dance Mate, yet. 10.30 at the pub is when the real word on the decline starts. Let me tell you, between 10.30 and 1.30 a.m., people actually tell you the rumors. Before then, it's just... No, nah, we thought, I said, I said before, word on the decline is directly proportional to BAC levels. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so that's a thematic. I think you know, within the Aussie gold sector, you're going to see more um, either a, a flight to quality in terms of people with, with cash. The explorers, probably maybe the explorers have to all consolidate as well because the pool of funds for them is shrinking mm. and there's safety in numbers and safety in scale. Have you, got, have you got any questions for us, Wayne? Well, I mean, are you guys, how are you feeling about the potty? Have you 
did you expect that it would have this level of sort of you've all become YouTube uh, stars? <laughs> I mean, did bloody you think, mad. Did you Absolutely. think that, you know, as a, a, a cricketer, a nerd and, and a bogan, that you'd become ha- household well, Jay, JD names. didn't even think that he was going to be on camera. Like, he thought he was just going to be doing research and everything. And we're like, JD, you're on camera. I was going to be camera. Rupert Murdoch behind the scenes. This is what these guys doing the actual day-to-day stuff. Did, did you not read the contract or it was a bit of mis- There was no oh, contract. It was just a, a quick was a bit chat on the th- phone. Th- yeah, let's give this one a go. She's a bit of a thumb suck set up. Look, yeah, I think right. the thing, you know, and we're not pumping your your tyres here, but making the broader industry more relatable, um, trying to decipher some ASX releases, which are a really hard thing to draw from because there's code in ASX releases. There's lots of colour. You can't add to it. What you guys do is making this sector far more relatable to a, a, a broader group of people. So, you know, respect. Well done. So I've got, um, I've got something funny. I've actually just been given a bit of word on the decline out there. <laughs> and uh, you're going to laugh at this. Yeah. So there was a luncheon next door and there was a certain company presenting that we've covered before. Yes, I was there. And someone has uh, called in a (laughs) – Chris Judd's read out a question saying, (laughs) I've got a question from Matt Michael wondering if uh, (laughs) – wanting to know some more info on your cross-sections and wondering if the oar's actually there. (laughs) There was having Peter and you I were in the room. You, I, I wasn't. I wasn't even there. But I've been. Uh, I've been stitched up. But they reckon everyone lost it. Peter and I was in the room, and you could feel there was a certain level of tension. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a bit of bloody word on the word on the street, you'd say. Yeah, no, no. Good stuff, Wayne. So Wayne, no, can well we done. do a overrated, underrated with you? Are you, are you free to... Uh, I, I, okay, this is... I saw I that I like one. this that new one. segment you are doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. That, that guy's more educated than me, though. Than me these days. Uh, yeah, Kingsley, he was switched on, but we tried it yesterday as well. I think it goes all right. Mm. Yeah. Give it a go. Do You're I allowed to say moderately rated. We, we frown upon it. We want overrated, underrated. Yeah, because you want, you want it black or white. We do. We do. We do. I've got it. a good one to start. Yeah. Metals X. Don't know enough about it. They're a tin producer. You're a tin so man. Underrated. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the All best right. tin asset in Australia. Tropicana. Underrated? Julema. Overrated. DeGray. Sorry? DeGray. Um, underrated. KCGM. Mm. Underrated. Diggers and dealers in Kalgoorlie. Oh, that's a good one. I might just pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can I phone a friend on that Accommodation one? prices uh, to go to diggers uh, and dealers yeah, in Kalgoorlie. Overrated. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you follow this one, Wayne, but the Metals Acquisition Corp, the CSA mine, all that. Ah, don't follow it, but... Base metals, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. ESG. ESG, um, emerging. It's not overrated or underrated. No, but I, I don't think ESG, you can take that approach to it. I think it's, in some sense, it's business as usual now. It's just stuff that we've got to deal with. Electrification of existing underground mines. Ooh, it'll be a long time. Matty, yeah. I mean, you can see in the underground gear, the heavy gear that we, we've got, it's diesel and hybrid small gear is full electric but you know full electric heavy gear like the 2900s and the 63s yeah. it's not going to get there anytime soon yeah never never uh underrated i mean mm. fantastic story simon and, uh, and nick have turned something into nothing then or well, nothing yeah. into something yeah. let's talk hang on wow before you do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hard. <laughs> I'm keen to talk about uh, Never Never. It's I'm, a fantastic gin. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at... Um, so you've actually drank the gin? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, nice. yeah gin well, is a fantastic... Halfway there, halfway is, there is a byproduct of working in the sector, I think. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> When, when Gascoigne was going through their like, recap and they're exploring their strategic alternatives, did you guys put in a bid for the company? No. Right. Why, no. why not at that time? No, we, uh, I think at that stage we were a full tilt on the sort of turnaround and reset of Westgold. It was just... Yeah. It, it, Do you regret not putting in a bid for the company then? No. Yeah. No, I think you know, we, we look at how we deploy our capital now. We've got enough of our own internal targets now, which are always going to get the chocolates over someone else's. What about your culture, Wayne? Hmm. Because uh, a bit of word on the decline, I know a lot of work has gone into that because the, yeah. uh, I guess the old ACM model had a bit of a, oh, it just had that stigma because it was a smaller contractor yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, but like I've worked with them and their standards were immaculate for yeah. services and everything. But like... Safety side and everything. What I've what I've been told, you've yeah. put a lot of effort into changing that West Gold culture, so it's not <clears throat> it's not that place where people get sacked from somewhere. They go get a job at West Gold yeah. and ACM. No, that's that's true, Maddie. I mean, the the numbers don't lie. I mean, the business had a triffer of 29 18 months ago. It's now down to eight. So it's um, Better than Evolution and better than Remelius. We've worked hard to, to reset that part of the business. First yeah. top point of the quarterly, Matty. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so when, yeah. it, when it's a shit quarterly. Yeah. 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 Safe and profitable ounces. That's the mantra we work to and yeah. where the old, old model might have been ounces, ounces, ounces. Now it's safe and profitable ounces. How, how long did it sort of take to really oh. shift the culture? Because cult culture changes can take yeah. years. It, it's still happening, but yeah. I, I, I'm really happy where the business has got to sort of 12, 16 months past the, the change in management. But it's been, it's been quite brutal, but it had to be. We had to change our safety culture. We had to listen to our workforce. I mean, and anyone, and I said it this morning at, at the gig presentation, anyone that thinks culture is a soft, fluffy thing doesn't understand the, what it means. because. No. Cultural, well, organisational cultural change is hard and we are still in it, but we're in a really good place now. We're starting to see it in our, in our um, safety stats, our financial performance, our operating disciplines, all of those things have improved. What, who, who's driven it most, like on the shop floor? Obviously, you're, oh, you're, you're up it, the top, it's, but who, it's, where, starts how at the do top. you drive it? So it starts at the top. I've had to get the messaging clear and set the expectations about how I want this company to be. Um, the executive team now very much leaned into that strategy and now that's starting to filter down to the shop floor. So it's interesting now when I go to site, you know, people talk to me about our values. I mean, in, like I said, you know, when you... What are, what are they? Which is show respect, choose safety and deliver value. When, when the workforce is telling me these things, I know that the cultural reset is, is live and moving. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they now know that it's things which we take seriously where the, it's not just a word stuck on the side of a, a sign and you'll see it when you go to our operations it's things which we are committed to to doing have you have you noticed any because i'm a firm believer in a good culture reduces stoke bridges it, in, it increases meters because just your standards and everything and the organization and how a site operates yep. is just everything's just flows 
Have you noticed a difference yeah. with the culture change and improve, yeah. improvement in performance? Oh, absolutely. I mean, our model is leadership drives culture, culture drives performance. I think we've got the right leadership in place now across our mind sites, yeah. and we're seeing the culture change. Our safety numbers show that, and the operating performance is following. I mean, grade is up, profitability is up. So I think we've got the right model now. Now we just have to keep following through with um, uh, changes that are beneficial. I, I see, I see the optimism in our workforce now. It's a far happier workforce. We can always do more to make them happy, but I think they're starting to be proud of the company. They're proud of the, of the performance. I've got a but, mate that works there who, yeah, I mean, he, he buddy was uh, on me on me to get you on from an early point in time, and I think that comes from a place of pride yeah. from working there. The, um, I think like you talk about the change in culture. I think the other, the other part of, you know, West Coast repositioning in its future is, is repositioning its culture, which, you know, tick. How do you reposition it over the long run, its image, you know, it must be what you must be wanting to reposition it as, as you know, not a not a fourth quartile cost producer, not a high cost producer. You want to sustainably be, you know, Q two or or, yeah. or there there are thereabouts. And, and how do you get there? How do you kind of yeah. reposition that message? If and how do you actually get there as well? Oh, first you've got to stay on message about what the plan is, and be just consistently under promise and over deliver, continuing to add cash to our balance sheet. Not hurt anyone, it's a good start. A, continuing to talk about culture and the things that are important to us, but continually over-deliver. Because you know, previously, it would have been an easy criticism that we used to over-promise and under-deliver. Well, now we're, we're purposely conservative in how we communicate. Uh, if we continue to do better than people's expectations, that will change that perception. So in some sense, that rate of change of ex the, the external perception is... Um, sort of out of my hands. I'm key to driving it and the people in the business are key to driving it, but it's all about operational performance. Wayne, one thing I look at with that to sort of see at the outset how it's, how it's all going is turnover. Yep. Do you notice with the culture change and there's less turnover in the business? Um, it's a really good question, actually, and you, it's probably not what you expect. Because some, sometimes it causes more turnover because people don't want to follow the, the rules. The, the cultural change yeah. And has, then in the long run, it should come down. Yeah, it's like short term. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in that, we've got through that first period of saying, yeah. these are the... These are the behaviours that we, or these are our values. Yep. This is the behaviour that we won't tolerate. Yep. So that has seen turnover grow, and and we're on the other side of that now. What what tells me we're on the right path is, you know, there are a lot of people returning to the business yep. who didn't like how the business used to roll previously, but now see it as a safer, more yeah. uh, inclusive, more organized business so yeah. yeah so maddie's exactly right change generates a spike and then if you get it right that turnover should start the fall we've only just gone over that 12 months in we've only just gone over that um cliff yeah okay so still lots of work to do there in terms of turnover yeah absolutely that's good good, anyway. good stuff guys bloody Wayne, everyone, you, everyone thinks we're bloody chummy as hell with you but <laughs> no, no, and, they and can I, all come and have a yarn as well and, and I've got a I've got, come a, text, on, Zeppi. I've got a text message for you Matty from Mark Zeppner <laughs> say hi to Matt and tell him he was the best golf partner I have had for ages <laughs> so, must, have, must have been because of how much piss so off him <laughs> <laughs> we should have seen at the end of the day it was just hilarious because I had a couple other guys that were uh, good value as well and we're, that, we're having a few on the course, but 
the the vibe was that good. Didn't matter if it was a shit slice. Everyone yeah. was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just, it was just, everyone could hear us along the course. Oh, well, it was one of the bloody look, funnest look, days I've ever had. Look, look, I'll just make one closing statement. Very much looking forward to having you three up on site. Only thing I'm not looking forward to is the shower scene with that. So, okay. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll sort the shower bit out. That's the BD world. Yeah, I'll sort that out Just keep boys. it clean, okay? Cheers, <laughs> Wayne. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks Cheers, Cobber. Awesome. The information contained in this episode of Money of Mine is of general nature only and does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. Before making any investment decision, you should consult with your financial advisor and consider how appropriate the advice is to your objectives, financial situation and needs.